What is up, my Sunlight Samurais? Gut issues is a sure way to cause low testosterone. Symptoms like anxiety, poor sleep, brain fog, inner tension, lots of bad things when you have gut issues. So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about what are some great dietary things that you can do to help improve your gut health and also supplements that you can take to reduce inflammation in the gut that's going to increase your testosterone and make you feel a whole lot better. All right, I hope you enjoy. Take it out. How are you doing, man? Good. Nice to kind of virtually meet you. <laughs> you too, man. Nice mustache you got going. Oh, thanks, bro. Thanks. How long have you been growing on that thing? Dude, I haven't shaved this in over four years now. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What's the goal, man? What's the goal? Your mustache, mustache. How big are you, your plans? Dude, it kind of like rate or like limits itself when it gets to like right here. You know, <laughs> ideally it would just keep going, but it kind of stopped. <laughs> How about some mustache, uh, um, um, what I call those people like models, you want to become a mustache model? Oh, yeah, dude, maybe when I'm old, and I'm retired, and I don't have other things to do, I might do that. <laughs> All right. Sounds cool, man. All right, so um, let's talk about uh, what you want to talk about. So gut issues specifically, right? Yeah, kind of. All right, so yeah, give me been... some background there. Yeah, dude, so I've had some gut issues i guess since i kind of probably late in high school i'm like 24 now so i guess like 18 or something like that i experimented a lot with like really low carb diets for a while um and i think just doing like a lot of meat specifically and like not a lot of carb sugar or anything like that and yeah and then just like through college i was kind of like living off of stimulants and like add medicine and then low carb, and then I think I don't know. To this day, like it's I've gotten a lot better following a lot of the principles you teach, but still, like randomly, sometimes my digestion will just get off, and maybe it's because I'm overtrained or because I do a lot of training um, and stuff like that. So I don't know. We'll what's just the, talk a little bit about that. What's the main symptoms that you experience? So the main symptoms are like uh, loose stools or diarrhea or something like that basically okay so that's kind of like you don't bloat or anything like that um no yeah i definitely do get bloated and i I feel like there's definitely some foods that trigger it more um notably like garlic or even onions or sometimes but yeah so i don't know and even even fruit so like for example like an apple can really really mess with me but some fruits might not so i don't know it's it's kind of tricky to nail down is there a correlation between the bloat and the diarrhea uh yeah definitely yeah or at least like the loose stools yeah okay and how many times a day do you go to the uh the um the bathroom so on a good day it's like maybe sometimes like four times in bad days uh it might be like six times Okay. And is that specifically after a meal? You would say like, okay, I got to go now. No, generally it's not ex- directly after a meal. Maybe like an, sometimes like an hour. Something like that. All right. Have you ever seen blood in stool? Uh, no, not. Yeah. Okay. How about stomach pains? Do you ever experience like cramping, like pains and stuff? I feel like sometimes when it's really bad, I do for sure. Yeah. Okay, I think like 
there's a big correlation you you mentioned with the bloating and then also the the gut issues and mm-hmm. very likely you have dysbiosis you have an overgrowth of this bacteria that ferments on the so the foods you mentioned like garlic onions apples mm-hmm. bananas they are high fodmap foods foods that mm-hmm. contain a lot of like fermentable fibers so the more of those fibers you eat so this is very common like when people have ibs they put them on a low fodmap diet so after the call, yeah. I can send you a document with a list of all the high and low FODMAP foods. So you can mm-hmm. selectively pick your, your foods out of the low FODMAP. And I think that will help you a lot to reduce the diarrhea. And mm-hmm. so let's we, we have to eliminate like everything that's going to cause your symptoms to worsen. All right. So apart from the foods that worsen it, that cause bloating and whatnot, how do you digest food in general, like meat and dairy and so on? So meat and dairy, I digest really well. Uh like I drink for a time I was drinking like a half gallon of milk. So like dairy works really well for me. Um, and meat I've noticed like, especially if it's fresh meat, it, I digest it really well. I have a harder time if it's like really, really fatty, like a uh, andouille sausage or something like that. Like, you know, that, that can upset my stomach a bit more. So. Okay. So if you eat meat, what kind of meat is that usually? Uh, currently I eat a lot of ground meat, uh, or I'll eat like salmon, um, and then I'll do like pork loin and stuff like that as well. All right. So you said you, you feel worse on the fatty meat and better on the lean meat. So when you eat the, uh, the ground beef, do you go for like a 90, 10 or what kind of fatty cut do you go for? So usually I, I go for what's cheapest at the store, which is, but usually it's like an 80, 20 or like a 90, 10. Right. Yeah, I used to do like the like the seventy three or whatever, uh, like way back when I was like pursuing carnivore or whatnot. But that's I don't do that anymore. There's no way I can eat that stuff. Have you like noticed like severe, more severe diarrhea or loose stools with like a seventy thirty versus a ninety ten? Um, dude, I haven't eaten a seventy thirty in in a while. But I, but when I do eat a really, because sometimes you get packaged meat that's like not. That's like from a farmer or something like it from a parent. If it's really fatty, sometimes I'll I'll feel it. So also, for example, like a lost in butt or something can be a little bit. Unless I have some starch or something with it, find I don't digest it as well. So would you say it's more so the processed meat that's giving you stomach issues versus just like like if you make it yourself, like a, the non-processed meat? Uh, dude, that's a good question because... Like, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think like if I eat like really fatty steak, I'm usually okay. Does that make sense? Like, I, I definitely can't eat as much fat. I feel like if I eat a fatty steak and probably okay. if I do like a sausage. Okay. I'm thinking about like MSG as well. So some people have a intestinal sensitivity to MSG. MSG is a stimulant that hmm. could then also worsen loose stools. So it's interesting that you do respond better to like if you cook a steak so Mm -hmm. it seems like you do better with lean and non-processed and then like fatty and then like totally processed that's the worst so -hmm. as long as we can stay with the non-processed leaner like a i think 80 20 is fine for you but even like a a 90 10 would maybe be more ideal Mm -hmm. limit the fat so have you ever noticed like um let's say you eat the processed meat do you notice like your stool is more like yellow orange and maybe even green sometimes or not really uh maybe maybe more yellow sometimes actually 
Okay. So that's a sign that your body is secreting a lot of bile mm. and the bile is not being reabsorbed. And then the bile also causes diarrhea. So that's mm. why like you have a lot of fat that creates a lot of bile being secreted and that causes diarrhea. So the less fat you have, the less bile is being released to digest the fat and you don't mm. have as much diarrhea. So it could be that you have, you're either overproducing bile or you're just very sensitive to the bile. So I would definitely try to go for leaner stuff. And um, the more complex you make the meal, as you mentioned, you add some starch, you add other foods, the slower the digestion will be. And that will mm. help. And also the fibers will help to bind to the bile. So it will prevent mm. some of that over access, um, intense concentration, so to speak, in the intestine. So that might help to, to limit the loose stool. And okay, so the, the first one was just to eliminate foods that's going to make the bloating worse. The second one is going to focus on like natural foods as much as possible and maybe even combine it with some, uh, dare I say, low GI vegetables. So mm. uh, as I mentioned, fibers help to bind to the bile. So the best fibers would ge generally be like beets has been shown to be the best. And then we also have beans, but I don't I don't like beans because that's probably going to bloat you more. And yeah, so I, <laughs> I, I avoid beans normally. Yeah. So I would say like, if you can do like those packages, like depending on how much time you have and patience to make yeah. food, but you can always get those frozen vegetable packages. That's kind mm -hmm. of like the easiest way to go about it. And then you can make like stews or you can make fries. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, like a stir fry, fry it mm -hmm. as long as it doesn't contain those high FODMAP foods. And that might mm -hmm. give you enough fiber to bind to the bile and like slow the digestion a bit so it doesn't like overwhelm your stomach with um, these biles and stuff. Yeah. So, so like over time, because the thing with like garlic and, and onion is like it's in every, all these incredible meals. Like over time, does the digestion heal enough to eat those things? Like, because I, I guess that's like my one worry. I guess if I've never fully given it up, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta keep it in because like my parents cooked this or something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say you, you have to eliminate it while you fix the root cause. So you okay. can. So the thing is, like, there's specific bacteria that ferment on mm -hmm. those fibers, and then they create an access of, for example, hydrogen or uh, carbon um, carbon dioxide or oxygen or something that they produce that's causing the gas mm -hmm. and bloating. So the thing is, like, the more they ferment, the more you feed them. So if you starve mm -hmm. them, they can reduce in quantity, so the bloating can also go away over time. But you can use certain antimicrobials that will specifically target those to, to downregulate mm -hmm. um you know the, the the quantity in the gut. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be kind of like that's going to be the approach that I would do. Is I would use, for example, like the common stuff. You know, like uh, oregano would be a good mm -hmm. one. That's kind of like the standard one I would start with. Maybe, and um, this is speculation because you haven't done any tests, but you can look on an organic acid test that will show you if you have fungal overgrowth. So the mm -hmm. thing is, like um, these bacteria that's producing all of this gas isn't necessarily detrimental or you doesn't mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have SIBO so SIBO is just a bacterial overgrowth you have an access of them in general so that's a possibility yeah. the other possibility is that you have the adequate number so to speak but you have an overgrowth of a certain one and an undergrowth of another one this is causing mm -hmm. that dysbiosis so those are the two possibilities but they should be like if you use something like oregano extract so this is a nice supplement I like it contains oregano thyme and clove it's a combination of three that's quite nice for like um, killing off or just reducing the access bad gut bacteria and creating yeah. re-equilibrium. Re and you just get like a pill for with the oregano, thyme, and clove? Yeah, I can send you a link. I think there's about two products of that. That should be good. Okay, cool. Man. But I would focus on things that you digest really well. So meat, eggs. Do you, How do you tolerate eggs? 
Uh, I, I do great, great with eggs. Yeah, okay. I've been doing your shake whenever, whenever, whenever I buy eggs, and then that's like my roommates. I get like a pack of thirty, and then like in three days or something, it's gone. <laughs> but egg <laughs> prices now, egg prices in the U.S. now are like super expensive because we have like a bird flu going around or something. So a dozen used to be like a few bucks, and now it's like six or seven bucks for a dozen eggs, and it's like getting yeah. crazy. Yeah, I've heard about it. It's quite crazy. So stick to foods that you digest well, that you can do milk, eggs, meat, and fruit that mm -hmm. you tolerate well, low FODMAP. And then there's always, like I mentioned, the supplement that can help with the oregano and stuff. The other one that can help with loose stools is Saccharomyces boulardii. That one mm -hmm. help with diarrhea prone people. And then there was another supplement. Um, I think it was slippery elm. So slippery elm helps to reduce intestinal inflammation. It helps against diarrhea as well. And then mm -hmm. the other one, I'm just giving you a whole list here, um, yeah, yeah. is is a uh, um, bacillus um, subtilis. <laughs> Maybe I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but it's also <laughs> called lactospore. So okay. what's cool about these bacteria is that they act as a kind of antibiotic. They kill off some of these overgrowth of other bacteria. So those are a good combination of supplements to use that's going to reduce inflammation and recreate equilibrium in the gut. So you said Saccharomyces, Saccharomyces boulardii, slippery elm, and Nactospore. What was the last one? Lacto. Necto, like N-E-C-T-U. Laughter. Okay. Yeah. Neck low. Is that what you said? <laughs> lacto. So like, like milk, like lacto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lactospore. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Cool, so cool, I think, cool. yeah, that that's I think that would be a good approach to calm everything down. And then I would like to like to do a follow-up to see like how things are going to keep me posted. Do you have more questions? Okay. No, I think that's a good plan. I think I just gotta really commit to like avoiding all the trigger foods. Um yeah, and kind of sticking to the simple stuff that works. Yeah, my wife's the same. Like, you know, when someone is frying onions or frying garlic, man, that smell, you know that dish is gonna be delicious. Yeah. But it's best to avoid it. Like the moment you eat it, boom, bloat. Yeah, it's yeah, not a fun yeah. place to be. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. It was fun talking to you and meeting you, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks so much, Hans.